Hi, and welcome to Unashamed, a smut lovers podcast where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Courtney. And today we are doing our November favorites. Um, Bear with us, guys. Life has gotten in the way. (laughs) So it's going to be a little bit hectic for this episode, I think. It has been just a long month. (laughs) It it has, and I am flying by the seat of my pants. I barely read anything other than the read-alongs, um, which is my bad. I don't know. The read-alongs were so good. I got so sucked in. Um, I feel that. Yeah, I didn't want to read anything else. <laughs> All I read was mostly sequels. I had to go 18. So you know how like on the Kindle app, when you go to like titles read – there's like a list starting from like, you know, your most recent read to, you know, your least. I had to go 18 titles back to find a book that wasn't a sequel, a read along or a reread. Yeah, I don't even hardly have anything on mine. So, okay, well, I have a couple though, I guess. I guess I could start if you'd like. Go ahead. As always, these are just our opinions. If we like something you don't like, vice versa. It's not that deep. We will all move on. <laughs> um, okay, so I read Lex by Cora Rose, which, you know, Cora Rose is a queen. We love her. Um, basically, the series is, well, first of all, it's a male-male series, but basically it is, it's called Unexpected, so the couples kind of like don't really match up together (laughs) they're all very different from each other so lex is great um he's a very like unique character so he's like really into security and like spying on people and whatever so he's friends with this old lady and she always talks about her was it her grandson i think it's her grandson yeah never visits yeah well, I don't think it was that he never visits, but he had to move. So he came back and, you know, Lex has been hearing him be talked about over and over and over again. And he gets hired to do a security job. He goes and he's doing, he's setting up the security for this guy. And it turns out that it's um, her grandson. So the other main male character was a virgin um he thought he was asexual he never experienced desire or anything like that until he meets lex and lex is like spying on him through the cameras he put in his office and um lex is also like you know your grandma is my grandma so i'm i'm keeping her and you need to back the fuck off and he's like why don't we just share her because she loves both of us and anyways they end up crossing paths quite a few times until they do develop a relationship. It is amazing. Um, I don't know how many cuts are going to be in this because my brain is turning to mush. I've had a very long day. But uh, yeah, don't let my description deter you because it is a fantastic book. Cora Rose is a queen. She's amazing. The book is amazing. Lex is amazing. It's all great. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I just... I went to go start and then I just okay. So yeah, it's been it's one been of a those. month, guys. It's been a day, it's been a month. Um so I'm actually gonna start uh with what I'm currently reading, 
only because it took Kelsey months and months to talk me into it. Yeah. Uh, so I am currently on the third book of Path of Temptation by Orrin Hadley. Now, I'm not really going to go too far into detail. We've talked about this book, or Kelsey has talked about this book, on multiple episodes of our podcast. So if you've been a listener since, you know, prior to this episode, you know uh, pretty much the gist of this book. But I will say that I am absolutely enthralled by the series. The plot line is so just intertwined and, and heavy and but so, so good. Like you, you pick up a book and these are not short books. These are very long books, like 500 plus pages each book. And they are, there is so much going on. There's like background and, and plot and intrigue. And like, there's, it's, it's just so good. I really, really love it. Um, I'm kind of, I mean, I'm on book three, but I, there's just so much more to go. Like, I feel like they're just now getting really into what they need to be doing as far as like the main goal is. And yeah, it's, it's just, it's such a fucking intricate series. Serious. Like I have, I have gone into detail before about the plot um, in another episode and it took a really, really long time. Yeah. Basically, if you really love fantastic world building and character development and you don't care how long the books are and in fact it's a positive like this is the series for you oh seriously it's like i it took me so long to decide and i have like four books that just came out within the past two days that are on the back burner because i've been so obsessed with the series like yeah i have not been able to put the books down yeah. that's what i was gonna say it's unput downable it's um it's immersive like you you get attached to every single character in some way or another, whether that's love or hate, you have strong feelings towards every single character because every single character is so well fleshed out and the storyline is so well fleshed out. The spice is amazing because the spice is like a main plot point in this book. Yeah, so there is spice. You know what? So for how um, sex positive i guess that this book is and there is quite a bit of spite like i said i'm only in book three i'm assuming it's gonna get only heavier from here on out but i assumed because book one does not have a whole lot of spice like at all i don't know because they're, they're, they're kids they're literally growing up from like age 9 10 to now i think they're like 19 20s so um it it starts out very very slow and then the spice does come it's so good. Obviously, all of the scenes are so well written. But for as sex positive and sex heavy as this book is, or not, but it's not sex heavy. It's sex positive. But I feel like all of the spice is so well put into this book. Like it's not, they just, they don't just throw sex scene and sex, yeah. and sex scene at you. That's what I really appreciated about this series, though, because well, I don't know about anybody else, but once you've been reading Smut for so long, you kind of become desensitized to the sex scenes. Um, and so it was really refreshing for me to read a series that is so, um, focused on sex, but is very strategic with its sex scenes. So there's a lot more talk about sex than there is actual sex. Um, but it's all very, it's very strategic. It's very well-placed. It's very, um, it's a very, very well done series. This series, honestly, is basically like it's 
it's so unashamed too. Like yeah. when it comes to, you know, like uh, partners and romantic connections and there's uh, a guy in this book. So he's not a part of the harem yet as of book three, they're still trying to figure out their way to forgiveness. Uh, but he's asexual and like nobody is shaming him. Well, nobody in the harem is shaming him for his lack of sexual desire despite the fact that he's in a temple where a good healthy chunk of the priests are literally dedicated to having sex. Like nobody is shaming him. Nobody shames the one, you know, the people who like men or, you know, the women who like women. This is such a healthy, such a healthy way for like, the, yeah. this is uh, essentially, I feel like this series is what our podcast is about. Being so they like, in this series, they start as children and like age appropriately teach them to be proud of them selves to be proud of their bodies to be proud of their desires to be proud of their temptations like they start as children and like just as they age up and what becomes appropriate the older they get they they are teaching them constantly to not yeah not be ashamed like it's um yeah this is what you like and this is what you're good at and absolutely that's okay that's a wonderful thing yeah even of course we want you to experience that even like the, the darker side of sex the darker stuff is not it's not shied away from it's not like oh well this is a shameful thing it is celebrated all of it is celebrated and i'm, I'm not trying to you know take up all the time with this but I, you know what i'm so glad that kelsey pushed for so many freaking months because i didn't know if i was ever gonna pick it up and i'm so so glad that i did it's a wonderful, wonderful series. That's why, like, I, I read that one and I was like, oh, okay, Aaron Hadley. Like, I see you. <laughs> because this this is, it's it's a top-notch uh, level of writing, of world-building, character development. It is just top-notch all the way across the board, in my opinion. Um, like, and you don't like every aspect of every character either because they're multifaceted. Like the female main character, so fucking indecisive, couldn't oh handle it. Oh my god, she still, like, still fucking still the whole in. She's been asking the, the same questions since book one, and it. Yeah. I texted Kelsey yeah. last night, and I told her it was driving me nuts, and she was like, "Yeah, that, 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 that doesn't change." That's just her character, and like, but there's other characters that have you know their own flaws, and then there's characters that get over their flaws, and it's just each character is so dimensional um it's it's amazing you can relate to an aspect sorry what i was saying you can relate to an aspect in every one of these characters like some form of their of what you know you can relate to everybody because they feel like people like real people they do you know what i mean they're not they're not flat there's so much just in the way that they're written that like you can find that piece where you're like oh you know I can understand and relate to that. Yeah, and it's like kind of paranormal, but also not. It's like kind of paranormal, kind of historical. It's 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 so multifaceted, even in the genre. Like I don't even know what to classify that as because it's not really. It, it's not contemporary, but it's also not really historical and not really paranormal, but also kind of like it's weird. It's, it's just, just fantasy. It's fantasy. It is it's fantasy, and it's 
extremely well done. Extremely well done. I it's one of my favorite series. Period. Like it's up there. I think it's going to be for me too. All right, Kelsey, go on with your next one. Oh man, my turn to think again. Um, <laughs> fuck. Okay, so my next one is Hidden Scars by Andy Jackson. Uh, this one has been really popular this month. I've seen a lot of reviews for it, positives about it. It was good. Um, it is about, okay, so they're both hockey players and they end up as roommates as well. And the one guy is just kind of like, he likes playing, he, like he loves playing hockey, but he doesn't want to be a hockey player professionally. He wants to be a coach, I think. I could be wrong. I read this at the beginning of the month. Um, anyways, then the other guy is very, uh, like, well, he's a dick, if we're going to be honest. He's a fucking asshole. And he is constantly putting other people down, but he's so good at hockey that he kind of gets a pass to put other people down because they're like, well, if he's saying this, then it's probably true because he's so much better than everybody else. Well, them being roommates, the one who's not a dick <laughs> is kind of like, what the fuck is your problem? You know what I mean? Like, I can't put up with this for the rest of the season, for the rest of the semester. And he, you know, eventually kind of starts spilling things, whether it be on purpose or on accident, things start to come out. And uh, this is not a spoiler, but it turns out his dad is abusing him and he's got scars all over his body. Dad's a plastic surgeon. And in order to punish his kid, he cuts him and sews him back up and performs like all these little sutures and whatever on him. Um, and like torturous mind games and things like it's, it's really, it's dark. Um, but they end up forming a relationship. Obviously it is a romance and it was really good. It was really good. Um, was it one of my favorite books I've ever read? No. Would I still recommend it? Yes. Okay, so my next book is Ghost. It's part of the Halloween Boys series. The, this is book one. It's the only one out so far, and it's going to be spread out through the rest of next year. So uh, I recommend everybody start this book in 2024, um, just because it's literally like it goes by holiday. So like it came out on Halloween or around Halloween. Bro, the next, I almost choked when you just said that. Yeah. Uh, so the next I one, not choked on nothing. Yeah, it's it's a fucking wild ride. And there, it's such a good book, too. Like, it compelled me to be okay with waiting a year to fucking finish this series. Um, but the next one comes out at uh, Valentine's Day, and then I think it's, like, 4th of July, and then I think it's, like, the last book is somewhere at maybe the next Halloween. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so um, I... I think it's going to be a poly reverse harem sort of book, but the first book focuses on uh, the the female main character and one of the men who I believe is well the her one of her mates who's like you know going to be part of the harem. It didn't focus on the harem part 
Yeah, if that makes sense. Uh, it was very much like it introduces, I think, like one main male character at a time and kind of builds very slowly. Uh, also, it's one of those books who uh, Kelsey actually had to tell me what it, it's a happy for now. So like it's one of those books where it ends off where like uh, you can essentially read it as a standalone adventure for this harem. But once this like adventure is over, it's kind of like, OK, we're settled. We're happy. Let's wait for the next thing to happen, if that you know makes sense. So um, Blythe is the female main character and she is running. So when she was, I think, like 17 or 18, she saw her her stepdad was like super abusive to her and her mom. And he ended up killing her mom and she couldn't prove it. But she told the cops because he was also like a major, major drug dealer, addict, whatever. And she got him sent to prison. And so everywhere she she packed up and left after he was sent to prison. She was like, I think 17 or 18. She and he would keep sending these blank letters everywhere she went like he would he would find her and every time it didn't matter she never talked to people that she knew she never left you know an address or anything like that she would just pack up and leave and he would always find her and so eventually she ends up in this town I can't remember the name of it gosh dang it um Ashgrove sorry so she ended up in this town Ashgrove that doesn't exist on a map it doesn't exist anywhere there's no GPS there's no nothing um and the town is a little funky. Like, there's just some things going on. So she ends up, like, staying in this, uh, in the basement of this older couple's house. And uh, she meets this psychiatrist. So she starts going to a therapist. And her regular one is out. But she meets this man who is, you know, part of the practice. And she's intrigued but wary because you know the last time she had any sort of interaction with a man it was her stepdad and it was not a good time so uh she, she kind of he kind of lures her in and uh he is i don't want to really spoil it but i feel like it's not that much of a spoiler so his name is ames and he is uh, not as young as he looks. And so this this town of Ashgrove has this really insidious, dark history that is uh, that has this story surrounding the Halloween boys and the massacre of the town. Like I think I think it was like a hundred or so many years before. And so like she's kind of just trying to figure out what the hell is so weird about this town and kind of figuring stuff out along the way. And they have like this huge thing for Halloween. I don't want to spoil too much because seriously, this series is so, so good. And, but once again, it's going to be a very, very drawn out one. Yeah. I'm, I almost picked it up during Halloween, but I didn't. Um, maybe I'll just wait. I don't like happy for nows. They bug me. I don't mind them. I just, this one, the only reason that made me, the only reason I was a little upset about it is because it's going to be like, I think literally almost a year exactly until it's finished. Because it goes by like holiday, like there's an adventure centered on each holiday. Yeah. Huh. It sounds interesting. It sounds good. 
Okay. So I have two series that I, well, one I just started, one we've talked to nauseam about in all of the episodes. So the game series by Cara D. I read book 10. Well, actually I caught all the way up. I don't know if I said that in another episode or not, but I caught all the way up. The Secret Plan was the novella that was released. Um, it's so good. The game series is amazing by Cara D. It's Mail Mail Plus. So, um, and it's very kink heavy. So if you like kink done well, this is a very good series to read. Um, and then I just started. So Serena, I'm going to butcher her fucking name. Ackeroid? Serena Ackeroid. Um, she has a very, very long world that she has built um, between multiple series. I, I don't know if it's two or more, but it's like mob and then bikers. Um, I just started it. I'm on the second book. I'm reading it in uh, like author's recommended order instead of like series order. And it's really good so far. Anybody who's read Serena Ackroyd knows she's an amazing author, but uh, I, for some reason, have just been putting it off reading it, even though, like, every once in a while, Courtney will text me and be like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. This book just came out. Have you read it yet? And I'm like, I haven't even started this, the world yet, <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm starting the world. So I'm the second book in, so I'm currently on uh, Nyx. Listen, it's a very long world. I'm not going to go into the books. I Wait a minute. Because How are you what? on Nyx? is the first of the biker series. Right. So I'm reading it in author's recommended order. Oh my God. Instead of um, like one series, the next series. Nyx came out before all of the filthy points. I read that. I read the bikers first. So the, the uh, at least for the first two, the re authors recommended is to read Filthy and then Nick. Oh, oh, so you're only on the second book. Oh, yeah. okay. I've read all of it. Oh, oh, yeah. So I'm reading like based off of how the author says that this world should be read instead of like when it was released or series order or anything like that. I'm basing it off of like what um, she has put for like the best reading. Fair enough. I thought you had already read the whole series and I was like, how is Nick's one of the last books you're reading? It should have been like No, I'm, I'm just starting the world. Fair enough. I've never read any of them. It's good. You'll love it. It is good. I'm on, yeah, I'm just starting it. So, um, yeah, Courtney, go ahead with your last book and then I'll do mine. My next book is Dirty Crazy Bad. It is a reverse harem romance. It's in a duet. The second one comes out uh, this coming month in December. And it's by Siobhan Davis. Mm. So this is a secret society book, which, you know, at this point, I just have to give up and say that I don't hate them all. I don't like a lot of them, is but it I don't good? hate them all. Is it good? Because I have been I, seeing it and I... Yes and no. Like, so there's things that I don't like about it that I feel like wouldn't bother you. I think you would like it a okay. lot more than I do. Um, so I do recommend okay. reading it when book two comes out, which I think is in like two weeks or something like that. I think mid-December. Uh, so 
basically it starts out with the main female character. Uh, she has this, I don't even really know how to start. So she has this boyfriend um, and they've been dating since high school. They're about to start college and her dad, her dad had, I guess, remarried uh, a couple years prior. And this book does tie into the um, the Sainthood series. So you don't have to read it first, but you should if you've never read it and want more clarification because they do kind of like pop in a cameo. Like it's not necessary, but... I would. Uh, so anyway, um, the stepbrother is kind of, uh, more like a gang kid. He's part of one of the gangs that was in the St. Hood series, the Pitbulls. And so, um, like, and she's, she's a rich girl. She's a rich girl from, uh, you know, her dad's an accountant. And also it turns out that he's, he's not really part of the secret society, but her mother was, kind of it's a whole thing anyway i can't get into it without spoiling it but anyway so she's dating her boyfriend um and her boyfriend's best friend and her are they're all kind of like three in this relationship and but i guess to the world they present it where like she's dating the one and then the best friend is just like on the side but the best friend is also part of the secret society like one of the head families and so he ends up being forced to be engaged and she, she doesn't accept it at first and nobody does. Like everybody knows that they're sleeping together on the side, but you know, as long as every, you know, they're like, Oh, as soon as you get married, you have to cut it off. And, uh, it's, I really don't know how to explain this book without giving so many spoilers because it feels like every other page is a freaking spoiler. It is so good though. It's so intertwined. It's so intricate. There's so much going on just behind all of the scenes. And it's just, all I have to say is, as far as enemies to lovers go, this is a definite, like, thumbs up book. If you're looking for stepbrother, thumbs up. Like, there's, it's just such a good book. It really is. Um, and she's really, that author's really good at that, too. The really intricate plot lines where you really have to pay attention or you're going to miss yeah. it. Uh, she's really, really good at that. I've read a bunch of her books, almost all of them. She's really, really good at those kind of plot lines. She really is. Like, and honestly, this one, it's almost like there's clues in there. Like, if you were paying attention enough, I feel like hindsight, once I finished book one, I was like, oh, you know what? That actually makes a lot of sense. If I looked 10 chapters before that, there was almost like a hint, but not really a hint, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really like that author. I've read a bunch of her books. Her She has a, another Secret Society book. Uh, maybe it is Rideville. Yeah, the Rideville Elites. Those, that's a Secret Society uh, series as well, and it's really good. Okay, my last one is The Devil Inside by Nikki James. So it's a, it's a pretty angsty one. Definitely check your triggers because... Uh, yeah, so basically they, it's another male male. They were together when they were teenagers and they got caught and one of them came from a really like bigoted homophobic, homophobic family 
and the other one came from a very religious family. So they both got sent to conversion therapy. Um, when they got out, the one that was from a religious family, he was a very, like, um, people pleaser. So he went back to his family and was basically like, thank you for helping me get this sickness out of me, blah, 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 blah. And the other one was like, fuck you guys for sending me to conversion therapy. And he left. Um, however, neither of them accepted that they were gay. Like, they both just thought that they had, like, this sickness in them, the devil was in them, blah, blah, blah. Um, one of them, the, the one who was from the religious family, he just, um, he would go to, like, this bar and would hook up with guys, like, really, really violently and then would punish himself afterwards. So he would like burn himself with cigarettes or cut himself or like punch things and um, like antagonize people into hurting him. Like he would punish himself every time he had like a gay thought or acted on it or anything like that. The other one, on the other hand, he just suppressed everything so far that he married a woman and was married for like eight years, I think. And it got to the point where like he couldn't get it up. And so he was seeing a therapist and whatever. Finally, it came out that he went through conversion therapy as a kid and his therapist convinced him to go to group therapy for people who've gone through conversion therapy. And he gets there and he sees the other guy that he had a relationship with 15 years prior. So they kind of, um, they're both fucked up. Like one's a drug addict. The other one is addicted to pain. Like, um, neither of them are functioning. Neither of them have any kind of good job or place to live really or anything like that. Like no, nobody's functioning. <laughs> um, and they are, like, toxic with each other. Like, they are pushing each other, but not necessarily in a positive way, you know? Um, anyways, things, things do progress, um, and it's just a really, really, like, emotionally heavy book. Um, I read this right after we read Lost Boys, so in comparison to Lost Boys, it wasn't that bad, but um, I think if I would have read it, like, after reading a happy book or whatever, it probably would have tore me the fuck up, so it was, it was good, though. I would recommend it if you want a really emotionally heavy book. Again, check your triggers. This is conversion therapy for both main characters, so they're both extremely fucked up, but they do work through their shit at least a little bit. <laughs> you read some fucked up shit. I, I feel like I'm just noticing this about you. Or maybe not just. Sorry. Uh, hurt, I don't know. Hurt me, authors. <laughs> I feel like you have a kink that we die. Emotional pain. Yeah. Just you have a pain kink, but like only for books. Yeah. Only if you hurt me on the inside. Don't hurt me on the outside. <laughs> All right, guys. So that was our. Um, November. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. That was our monthly review. 
Oh my god, neither of us know how to function. I wonder if any of the my brain is upstairs. Upstairs is mush. I'm just I'm over this month. Bring on December. Also, just a heads up and reminder, our December review is not going to be a monthly review. It will be a yearly review where we can hopefully remember all of our favorite books from the year. There will be no bad reviews. It'll just be your favorite things. Here's the thing. Um we will not be going into detail about these books. No. Like we might get like a like give like a quick snippet on I love this book because it made me feel blah. But um we are not gonna be going into details about any of these books because I can guarantee you that if if they are our favorites from the year, we have already talked about them. So what Kelsey said, we've already talked about all of these books, usually for the most part. Um, and we probably won't remember them super well. You just saw what our uh, monthly review looked like. Imagine January. <laughs> well, we'll see how much of this is cut out because uh, probably a lot. We were fucking disasters trying to get through this episode. That's true. Um, so anyways, for our monthly review, we're just going to be picking some of the ones that stuck with us the most and kind of listing them off. Um but not actually going into details. If you want details about them, we promise they have been talked about in some way or another on the podcast. And they all have blurbs. Okay. They all have blurbs. <laughs> yes. Uh, also our next read along is, did we agree on the center? Um, well, currently as we're recording this, we still need to record our bonus episode for lost boys, but did we agree on what? The Sinner by Chantal Tessier. It comes out on the 5th, so it comes out Sunday or Monday. We can do that. It comes out Monday. So our next uh, actual read-along is going to be The Sinner by Chantal Tessier. Uh, and yes, we will have our bonus episode out as well. So if... Never mind. Is this a second... <laughs> is this a follow-up to The Ritual? What? Is this a follow-up book to The Ritual? Um, I think it's more of a, a prequel slash... I don't really know. Yes, it's in the same world, but I it's not in the same series. So there's going to be other books in the series, I think. Well, but just in case, if you haven't read The Ritual, do that. Because we're going to be reading this one, and we don't know how interconnected it'll be. Yes. All right. So thank you guys for listening, and we have almost made it through 2022. Woohoo! <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.